Trust issues in relationships are easily one of the most common challenges that we all face in relationships, at least at one point in our dating lives. Many of us go through more trust issues, particularly when we're younger, but for other people, consistent, persistent trust issues can plague us for years or even decades into relationships. In today's Q&A video, I'm responding to a viewer who is struggling with trust issues and wants some advice on how to get started working through and overcoming these relationship trust issues. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome jealousy, overcome trust issues, overcome retroactive jealousy in their relationships. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, or you'd like more information about my products and services, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Okay, I got a really interesting comment from a viewer we'll call C. C writes, how do you solve trust issues? Not from retroactive jealousy, but things that are happening in real time, i.e. girls texting, liking photos, etc., etc. Okay, C. This is a huge question. I'm going to try to keep this brief. Number one, I think the most important thing to get a handle on in this situation is to get a handle on what is yours and what is your partner's responsibility in this situation, in your trust issues, basically. What is your responsibility? What do you need to work on? What do you need to own? And what is your partner's? Now, I will tell you both from personal experience as well as the experience of over eight years of really intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching that the most important component in that is getting clear about your own, uh, shall we say, role in this situation rather than your partner's. Because frequently when people are in this situation, the, the temptation is to put most of the responsibility on the partner. Say, you're doing this and it makes me feel X. You're making me feel Y. You're doing all these shady things. When really, it would serve that person a lot better to take a long, hard look in the mirror and ask themselves, what am I doing in this situation? What could I be doing differently to help alleviate some of my own trust issues? And another serious benefit of focusing on your role primarily in this situation is because you can make certain changes. You can change yourself, you can change your perspective, you can ask yourself some important questions, as I'll get into in a moment, and you can't change other people. So let's just start there. Focus on what is yours and what is your partner's. Now, of course, that begs the question, how do you know what is your role in this and what is your partner's? Obviously, working with a great therapist or coach is a, you know, can be a, a really good way of getting in touch with this question, getting an answer to this question determining what is your responsibility in this situation and what is your partner's responsibility. Some questions you can ask yourself. Am I looking for drama or issues in the relationship because there's another need of mine that I feel is not being filled? In other words, am I perhaps unduly paranoid or suspicious, etc., because of things that are happening in the relationship? Because I'm feeling insecure about my partner's attraction to me? Because I'm feeling insecure because we ha we're not spending as much time lately as we used to? These are just examples, but try to ask yourself if there are other events or other situations going on in the relationship, totally unrelated to your trust issues, totally unrelated to jealousy, that could be inspiring some of these feelings that you're describing. Ask yourself if you're not bringing some baggage from your past into your current relationship. Extremely common situation, I probably don't have to tell you, because obviously most of us, especially if we you know, get into our adult years, we have some relationship experiences. We have some, for lack of a better term, baggage when it comes to our current relationship. We're bringing along some baggage with us. And by baggage, I simply mean that in our past relationships, maybe we became accustomed to certain relationship dynamics or a certain level of trust or a certain way of responding to our partner and having our partner respond to us. We have certain relationship habits 
some certain preconceived notions about what is a good relationship, what is a bad relationship, what is cheating, what is not, what is acceptable, what is not. And maybe in the past, we've been hurt before. Maybe in the past, we were trying to trust someone and it turned out, you know what? Our suspicions were actually correct. That person was not worthy of our love, not worthy of our trust at the very least. They actually were, you know, texting other women or texting other guys or whatever the case may be. So be sure that you're not bringing some of that past baggage into your current relationship. On that note, a great book to read uh, on this topic of sort of, you know, dealing with the emotional baggage that we bring into our relationships is a book called When the Past is Present by an author called David Rico. That's R-I-C-H-O. Very, very good book that will help you hopefully deal with this very common situation of projecting other people's behaviors, projecting other people's motives onto people in our present based on experiences from our past. Highly recommend that book. Another suggestion along these lines, if you are bringing certain, shall we call it baggage, into your current relationship, journaling can be a wonderful tool in this regard. You know, there's this idea that actually writing out our thoughts and our fears and our desires and our baggage or whatever, there's a lot of research that indicates that actually writing this stuff out very carefully, writing out as comprehensively as we can any challenges we're having can really help us get to the bottom of them. In a certain sense, you can kind of be your own therapist in this regard and just journal free form first thing in the morning, journal late at night, depending on what works for you. The point is getting this habit of processing your emotions on the page. Because often you'll find in situations like this, any situation in life in which there's a lot of highly charged emotions and a lot of doubt or a lot of fears is we're carrying around all this stuff in our head all, all the time. And there may be all kinds of different emotions and fears and subconscious fears and all this noise in our head. And when we can actually lay it out on a page in front of us and really kind of get exhaustive and clear about everything that's going on for us internally, all the different thoughts and responses and fears we might be having and actually look at them physically, can be often very, very clarifying. So I highly encourage you to do some journaling as well. Okay, so when it comes to your partner's role in all of this, how clear have you been and how clear are you more generally on your relationship boundaries and values? You'll notice that I often talk about these things together. I don't think you can just have relationship boundaries and I don't think you can just have relationship values. I think they need to go together. So when it comes to trust issues, obviously this is usually a question of boundaries. I would rather not be in a relationship with someone who does X. You know, I don't want someone to be texting women all the time. I don't want to be with someone who's posting on Instagram incessantly and looking for attention from random people. You get my drift. There can be all kinds of relationship boundaries in the 21st century. There's no one size fits all model for romantic relationships. And by the way, I think that's something really important to keep in mind. Because coming back to this idea of bringing our past baggage into our present relationships, you know, we've all had different relationship configurations and we, we take certain norms for granted that maybe other people don't take, you know? This is not to say that people can never be genuinely violating our boundaries and genuinely being shady and genuinely texting people behind our back. Of course not. But just remember that unspoken boundaries have a tendency to get violated. Often, we take certain things for granted in relationships that are completely foreign and even strange to our partner. So how much have you actually talked about this stuff with your partner? Have you actually discussed your relationship boundaries and values, things that you would not feel comfortable with, things you expect from your partner, what monogamy means to you, how you can use monogamy as a bridge to deeper intimacy? How many of these conversations have you had? And above all, don't 
take it for granted that your partner has the exact same ideas about monogamy and faithfulness and all these things that you necessarily have. It's the 21st century. We can make our own rules and relationships and make sure you've been clear with your partner about your own views in this regard, the actual type of relationship day to day that you want. I could say a lot more, but I'll end you with this idea that is something that I think that a lot of in particular jealousy sufferers need to really internalize is stop looking for a sure thing. In other words, if you're mostly sure that your trust issues are based on, shall we call it fiction? In other words, they're based on events that are not actually happening now. If you see your partner texting someone randomly, he's probably not texting some random woman. He's probably not being shady behind your back. If you know your partner really well and you're pretty, pretty convinced that, you know what, there's no real there, there, I don't actually have much to worry about, then remind yourself constantly that there is no such thing as a sure bet in relationships. And you'll drive yourself crazy if you go looking for the sure thing. Because if you're struggling with confidence issues, if you're struggling with trust issues, it can be all too easy to misinterpret your partner's actions, to ascribe motives to them that they don't actually have. And in general, just remember that there's no such thing as a sure thing when it comes to the human heart. There's certainly no such thing as a sure thing when it comes to relationships in general. And I believe that you can only truly enjoy your relationships once you get comfortable with the fact that every relationship is a risk, every relationship is a gamble, but you really wouldn't want it any other way. Part of the thrill, a huge component of the thrill of falling in love is the falling. I often like to mention that there's this built-in component of uncertainty, risk, in the term itself, falling in love. And we wouldn't really want it any other way. Something else important to keep in mind if you're struggling with trust issues. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.